What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We have missed you, and uh, we're excited to get started again. Come on inside. We've got all the chairs pulled out, ready to go. We've got the beer cold. The bourbon's ready to pour, too. And uh, we want you to hang out for the next half hour or so with us here on the Musicians Cafe. My name is Brian Dick, and I'm here with my incredible co-host, a man whose talents are so secret that uh, he's not allowed to tell them all, a man who is just a, a marvel to watch. It's Mr. Chris Austin Powers Gray. Chris, my man, how are you feeling? Great. I love the Austin Powers movies, man. <laughs> and you know, one of the the, the most amazing powers uh, that I just found out that I had is putting baby stuff together. <laughs> we just had the baby shower this past weekend, and it's like playing connects all over again. There you go. It was, yeah. But it's a lot of fun, man. Um, it's a lot of work uh, coming up on the uh, the due date here. Yeah, not Getting far close. away. About a month, about a month. If you're Austin Powers, I'm your fat bastard, and how's that? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the question. Did you eat any corn? Uh, well, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man, I'm so excited. We are hanging out here this evening. Our guests are always so great, and we got one now that we've been wanting for a while. Mr. Jake Cohn is with us. Jake, man, how are you feeling? Pretty good. I'm glad to be here. It's like my second podcast, and I'm pumped for it. Mine You're too. a pro, then. Yeah, I'm a pro. I'm a podcast <laughs> pro. Okay. I love it. I love it. Well, man... I know your dad came out with you, too. We tried to talk him in on being on air. He's being a little standoffish right now, but we're glad both of you are here. And uh, and uh, thanks for making the time to come out to Frog Hollow with us, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Episode 28 uh, of the Musicians Cafe. Like Brian said, we've been looking to get you on for a while. Um, we've had some singers and songwriters on like you. Uh, very popular people. Very, very interested in hearing from you guys. So. You know, since the beginning of this thing, um, in the middle of the summer, we've been talking about having you on. So thanks for being here. Yeah, for sure. So young and talented, too, man. I'm freaking jealous as hell. <laughs> so I'm glad to have you here. We're going to catch up with you in just a minute. But, Chris, if you don't mind, I'm going to knock out this menu. Do you care? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to do it. All right, folks, uh, write, write this down as I'm going along because you need things to do this weekend. Uh, at the Tally Ho Theater, one of my favorites, uh, on the 13th, which is, uh, wow, the 13th is what, Friday night? It is Friday night, right? Yeah. We need a calendar yeah, for the it's, Musicians it's, it's, Cafe. It's, it's Friday night. It's Ballyhoo. Yes. Uh, Ballyhoo is actually a band that's been around for a long time. I've actually heard of these guys. Um, they do like a reggae sort of ska music, rock music sort of thing. They've toured all over the world. Um, you know, it's probably not one that people know right offhand, but anyway, they put on a hell of a show, so make sure you make that out. On the 14th, uh, the band The Rush Experience, which would be right down my alley. Um, wish I had my Friday Night Free. i go see them. But I don't think I can make this week, but I'm sure they'll be back. But check them out. And then on Saturday night, Sunday night, take that back to 15th, uh, Hudson River Line, which is actually a Billy Joel tribute. So all you folks out there that are big Billy Joel fans may, I, may want to check it out. I don't think you can say that you don't like Billy Joel. Is, yeah. there, is there anybody? I mean, do you hate Billy Joel, Jake? I'm impartial to Billy Joel. <laughs> well, he doesn't hate him, so that's true. Yeah, impartial. We'll take that. Yeah, you might have to be a certain age anymore with Billy Joel, but yeah, I mean, you know, oh my God, you know, you haven't seen this kid's repertoire. Then. I know, I know. That's for sure. way farther back. Yeah, than Billy that's Joel. true. That's true. Billy Joel was married to Christy Brinkley, though, so that's got to give uh, him some points. That's why Brian likes him. Got to give him some points on that one for sure. <laughs> Moving on to Hollywood Casino, they got another comedy weekend. Paul Reiser actually is there this weekend. Everybody might recognize that name. Uh, but no music, so we're going to you know just let it be a comedy weekend. Head on over if you want to. Bear Chase Brewery on the 13th is Nate Clendenin. 
On Saturday, then the 14th, Kim Burke is the early act with Justin Swade rounding out the evening on Saturday. And then on Sunday, the 15th, is Josh Sauer. So they got a full week at Bear Chase. Box Office Brewery, once again, very busy. On the Friday night is Con Birch. And on Saturday, our old friend Chris Darlington brings his band into town in the Salzburg. So they'll be rocking out the Box Office Brewery. Piccadilly Public House on Friday night is going to be Robbie Lyman, another friend of the show. Make sure you see Robbie. He's great. Uh, and on the 14th, a, a group called The Cold North. Does that ring a bell with you? Mm-mm. I don't think so. How about you, Jake? Mm-mm. No? no? Yeah, I, I didn't recognize it either. And to be honest, I didn't take time to sort of research it. But, um, you know, I'm sure they're great. And, and it, hopefully it's another startup band in the local area. Because, we, we, you know, I love all the ones we got. And we need more. Right Box Theater has a Roaring Twenties Prohibition Party Weekend with Blair Crimmins and the Hookers. I thought that was pretty interesting. Mm. Yeah, Blair, Blair Crimmins and the Hookers. And then Bumper Jacksons, which is another kind of clever uh, band name there. So make sure you stop by Box Office, too. If you're definitely, if you're definitely into that Roaring Twenties feel, you know, sort of flapper music. That oh, kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah, kind of cool. Um, Paladin and P2 are kind of... I don't know. I, I, I'm having a hard time keeping them straight. They only have one night listed, so maybe they have both nights. I don't know. But at Paladin, uh, on the 13th, is Jimmy and Mel, the blackjack duo, friends of the show again. Yeah, man. And then on uh, Friday night at P2 in Clearbrook is Shane Gamble, uh, somebody that we know uh, we need to get on the show very soon because he That's plays right. around yep. here a good bit. Yep. And then last but not least, Backseat Bar and Grill. Um, they're still working on getting that big venue out back opened up, but on uh, Saturday night inside the restaurant, they have sold out. And the cool thing about sold out is they do the Saturday night show and then they come out next week and join the musicians cafe, which Heck is really yeah, cool. Man. Well, we go to them, right? Well, we're going to them, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. But they're going to be on our show, which Congrats. I'm extremely excited about. So, um, you know, next week is going to be fun. We have fun every week doing this show, and it's going to be another week that we're going to really enjoy. So that's right, Chris. That's it, man. If you can't find something to do out of that, then something's wrong because there's lots going on. That's right. Hey, and uh, P two and Paladin both. If you're ever bored on like a Wednesday or something, head out there. Our boy Jimmy Lee's probably going to be out there doing oh, some, yeah, doing some bingo. And uh, if you get in one of the final rounds, you could win two hundred fifty dollars. So uh, it's Jimmy Lee, and it's two hundred fifty dollars. So yeah, you can't man. lose there. Yeah, exactly. Right. Very cool. Yeah, man, we're here at episode 28, Jake Cohn. We've made it. We've made it uh, here. We've made it with you. Dude, some people, and I don't know why, uh, listening to this podcast may not know you, um, may not understand how long you've been in the the music industry uh, with all your experience and years and years and years of songwriting. But if you were to give somebody an elevator speech of who you are, Maybe some of your background. Where would you start? Huh. <laughs> That's where I would start. Uh, well, I mean, I was I started playing guitar when I was like 11 years old. and I got my first guitar from his grandma. And, you know, it was a really old guitar. It wasn't really, it wasn't like a special anything. But it was special because, you know, it was first guitar. It's cool. Sure, yeah. It's a cool yeah. thing. And I didn't think anything of it for a while. And then I messed around with it for a little bit. And they were like, oh, let's get him a new one that actually, like, works. Because it's, <laughs> okay. it's, it's so old that the tuning keys were like, you couldn't keep it in tune. So oh, I was just like, yeah, yeah. I was like this yeah. thing's fun. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I actually, I learned chords off, like, a poster on my wall that I had. And 
yeah, that was pretty much it with guitar. And I started writing songs like directly after that because I was like, oh, I got to do this. I got to yeah. do this now. Yeah, it's wow. play guitar. Let's it's, kind do songs. it's kind of addicting. Right? I, was, I wasn't good at it. No. I mean, I still don't think I'm really good at it, but... Well, y'all are about to find out that's a dead lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to so, say. So, but what time, um, like, what what age were you when you picked up a guitar for the first, when that, that old guitar, you remember? Oh, 11. 11 years yeah. old? All right, so um, for the people who don't know, tell everybody how long ago 11 years old was for you. Let me do some math. <laughs> Four years. I love this kid. It's awesome. <laughs> Jake yeah. Cohn is Four long years. Jay Cohn is 15 years old, uh, and you you wouldn't have uh, recognized it just by the first couple minutes of this podcast. I'm telling you. And you are going to drop your drop your draw when you hear him sing for the first time, uh, if you haven't before yet either. Man, um, I, Brian and I have both been doing some um, some research on you, on everything you got on the internet, and uh, you know a lot of these local bands you. Um, you, you search Google search them you hit them up on YouTube and you can't find much you really don't and yeah um, a couple times we've come into a podcast you know saying well we don't know much and then thankfully we learned a bunch from them but you have a lot of content out there yeah um, you know your your YouTube page like I said before we started the podcast you have 57 videos now they're not all originals Mm-mm. right but, I started um, that I was doing covers I wasn't a songwriter well we all do right mm-hmm. right yeah. right you're right yeah. So um, you started out covers though. Mm-hmm. What what were some of your first first songs you learned? White House Road. That was <laughs> that was the coolest song to me when I was twelve. Oh wow, Tyler really Childers. cool. Yeah, okay, still a cool song. When I when, like in sixth grade, I was I was in his mindset. I was like, country music's dead, and I I ain't never coming back. And he's he's out of that now. I, f- I fixed him. <laughs> but uh, Tyler Childers was a mind blower. I was in sixth grade, and I swear to God, came on my little playlist thing, and I was like, "What? Yeah, is this? This is incredible." He he's been a huge influence on everything from musical style to songwriting to like literally everything. Wow, nice to me. Yeah, I mean, was that before or after he had the beard? Oh, he had he had the beard. Oh, good. When he had didn't have the well, he doesn't have the beard now. He just shaved it again. But it was it was kind of creepy before. Come on, out, right? <laughs> that's funny. So, man, you said something a second ago that kind of struck my interest. So, you said at eleven you started playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. Once you realized you could strum a few chords and things, you said you said then you wanted to start writing songs. Oh, yeah. Did you really? Mm-hmm. And like covering. Other people was not the first go-to. You wanted to oh, write yeah. your own. I literally, immediately after I first learned E minor and A minor, I wrote a song. Is that yeah. right? Immediately. Wow. It wasn't good, but I did it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that shows sort of you know what you have inside that needs to come out. That's great, man. And do you remember anything about that first song? Not at all. <laughs> it was just fun doing, right? Yeah, I cool. was enjoying That's it. very cool. That's very cool. So... At 11, you're starting to write your own song. When were you able to sort of walk in front of maybe Eric, your dad here, or any of your family members, or let anybody know that you could sing and play? How did did that go? Really? Yeah. I literally was like, look at this. Check this out. Very cool. I learned these chords. There's destiny in this, Chris. I'm telling you. He's got it. I know. It doesn't take long for Destiny to, to make itself <laughs> known, does it? I know, man. He's got. He's so driven. You feel driven? You are, aren't you? I reckon. Well, if you look at his videos, I mean, how long? How long have you been? Put, how long have you been putting videos on YouTube? I'd say a year. I think it's two or three years. 
That's yeah. a really. Yeah, but there's. I mean, there's just so there's, many. There's YouTube videos that I've like privatized because they're embarrassing to me at this point because I was so young. I've done. I've done that uh-huh. before. Yeah, that's I have, funny. I can't keep those videos up for that's my so. sake. I don't care if other people are fond of. <laughs> Jake, has it always been like from the beginning? Has it always been the country vibe with you? Yeah, that was it is. always my genre. Growing up, I was listening to. Like I had Spotify back in like sixth grade. Like I said, that was when I was discovering music because I'd gotten a phone and I was like, oh, I can listen to all this music now. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I was listening to like Johnny Horton during school for no reason. Wow. Everybody was like, why do you you listen to old people? I'm like, okay. I was listening. I was seriously listening to just constant classic country hits all the wow. time. And it wasn't even just hits. I was going through whole albums. I was listening to everything. You didn't want to stop, didn't care what, no. what style song, you just listened straight through. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's um, kind of what I noticed, too. So you said Tyler Childers, um, oh, yeah. and just looking at some of your covers, I mean, there's some old dudes on there. I mean, John Prine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. John Prine's a huge influence in my songwriting as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, now, he's not so old, but when I was listening to some of your stuff, uh, and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, um, but when I was listening to some of your stuff, I really caught um, some jason isbell and you yeah as far as your songwriting went and that was before i heard any of your covers of his jason isbell is my favorite songwriter ever and actually that's not true he's my second favorite songwriter who's number one justin towns earl is my favorite songwriter yeah and but jason isbell was also something that shocked me i remember we're gonna. That's just gonna be me telling stories about the first time I heard these songs. That's good. Yeah. And, uh, this is clearly your second podcast. Yeah. That's what this is about. <laughs> and uh, it was like se- it was more towards seventh grade at this point, and I was like discovering the whole alt country scene and. Right. Uh, Southeastern came up as a recommended album, and I clicked on it because I was like, I hear a lot of fuss about this guy. I don't know about him though. We're gonna listen to him though. And I put "Cover Me Up" on, and I was in the car. I remember I was driving with my grandma. I was just on the aux. And I was I was listening to Cover Me Up. I was like, you can't see my face, but my jaw is dropped. <laughs> did you listen to it again? I did. I listened to it uh-huh. twice yeah. when I listened to it the first time. I was like... I instantly went to listen to the whole album because that album's a masterpiece. Well, I, I noticed um, on your wall, you got some mm-hmm. some uh, Jason art as well. Yeah. And maybe a couple Post of your trip. videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very cool. Hey. You know, you're an old soul, it sounds like, which is kind of cool. This is going to be a complete compliment to you, Jake. But you've even got that throwback look, everybody. If you guys can't yeah. see Jake, but he's got that throwback look of, you know, sort of the, you know, you look like you walked right out of Leonard Skinner or something. You got to get that How cool look. I heard that? You got that cool look to you, man. <laughs> you have the nice long locks that I so envy because I'm bald as a cue ball. But I'm telling you, man, you got the look and you got the feel and you got the, the you got the sort of the uh, intensity. Uh, of wanting to do this i just see it pouring out of you it's pretty exciting man definitely now when you get out and um and and play what are some of the like are you, are you doing a, a, a wide range of music are you doing things that's all old or are you doing some of the newer oh, contemporary yeah, no, stuff too i like to do i mean i do a lot of old stuff to please to just generally please people but like um i will put a ton of new covers right and to me it doesn't really like with him he'll tell me like and it's no offense to my dad. <laughs> He's here. You can say whatever you want. He, yeah, he chose he, not to yeah, have a microphone. Right. He, right. can't, he can't fight back. He can't he fight back. He surrenders, he says, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, 
it's like I don't care if people don't want to hear it, quote unquote. Right. That's not why I'm playing the song. I'm playing the song to pay homage to people that I like. And yeah. Well, I think you're kind of writing some of your songs to honor them as well, too. Definitely. Not just singing their covers. Um, And we've talked. Yeah. We've talked so many times on this podcast about, you know, singing cover songs and like making it your own. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Jake Cohn can sing a song without making it his own. (laughs) Um, Y'all know what I mean. Uh, If if you've heard them, you know what I mean. Um, But, dude, some of these covers, you did Post Malone Circles. I saw, (laughs) was it for your mom? Mm Mm-hmm. You never heard you never heard Post Malone like no, that. No, I had. Yeah. But uh, Post Malone doesn't bother me. He's cool. <laughs> well he he's a country lover, dude. Uh-huh. I know. That's why he, he's cool. He's he wore a Coulter Wall shirt and I was like, I'm all right, that's fine. <laughs> I right, accept this guy. I like it. You know, the cool thing about it, Chris, and is you and I we, we had Brendan Edwards on the show. You know, we've got Dylan Wolfel in oh, the yeah. area. We've got you. You guys strike me as you know, and I, your dad is going to agree with me on this. It like an outlaw feel, but a cool outlaw feel. You guys are like the new generation coming through. You've got the same sort of drive about all three of you. I, I know for sure. And you've got the great, awesome sound. Like what makes you different is your sound. And we're going to find yep. that out here in just a mm-hmm. little bit. But is, or do you feel a con- I know you're doing a show coming up with Brennan. Oh yeah. Or do you feel a camaraderie with I'm, these guys? I'm doing, town? A, I'm doing a, private show with dylan as well are you really yeah, See, I'm friends so, with dylan as well. so how's all that working does it feel good you're hanging oh, yeah. out it's sharing good. stories it's that good. Kind of stuff? like when i first started doing music there wasn't really like a connection between people i feel like right now there is connections i everybody is supporting everybody else like me and brennan me and brennan are like i would say really good friends he'd probably say the same thing but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you hope yeah you hope he does oh i know he yeah. would i'm sure he would yeah my gosh that's what's so cool yeah, yeah. You guys did um, uh, Sturgill Simpson's Paradise together. I did yeah. see that video. That was sweet. Yeah. I love that song. It was my favorite story. Uh, I actually had to listen to it when I got home today. Cause, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so these are um, big name influencers, right? Um, and I wrote a couple down, and my note sheet is insanely messed up because I just <laughs> I had to write so many things down. But Tyler Childers, Coulter yep. Wall, yep. Jason, uh, 49 Winchester, Absolutely. getting a little bit more local. Yeah. So, um, Isaac, mm-hmm. big songwriter, big, um, big voice even, right? Yeah. I mean, you take, you, you're a big fan of 49 Winchester. Very big fan of 49 Winchester. They are, in my opinion, the greatest band in country music at the moment. Wow. And they are the greatest performers at the moment. You going to the monument to check them out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bought tickets as soon as they dropped. I figured, yeah. I well, figured. yeah, we were talking about that the yeah. other day and Brian's like, yeah, I used to be able to get tickets. It's like, ah. I think they sold out six the week hours. They, yeah, the six week, hours. the day. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, the day impressive. they went on sale. Okay, so you got Forty Nine Winchester. We talked about John Prime. You know, these are big guys, right? Mm-hmm. And, we, and we started talking about your local influences um, with like Brennan. I would assume that Brennan is one of your influences. Absolutely, um, Brennan is a big influence. The, the dude can write songs. The dude can play guitar. Uh, those are two things you do. So I'm, I'm sure you yeah. look up to him. Uh, who else here around the area? People you look up to. Low Water Bridge Band, they're great. Um, they've given me a lot of opportunities as well. Nice. And they're all nice. Yeah, they're, they're all nice great people, people right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, I posted a cover of one of their songs, and that's how they... Oh, really? Them. Yeah. Did he yeah. reach out to you? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's they will cool. sit anywhere with you and drink Twisted Tea. <laughs> I know that for a fact. Um, 
Yeah, they will want that. <laughs> Dad you know, twisted <laughs> with them, huh? Guilty. So, um, Jake, you do something that I, I, I've never done, probably can't do, is write a song. I can't do it. I've just never really sat down and amazed myself. And I don't, I don't think I have that talent. I don't feel it, you know, coming out of me. But I admire people like you that do. You're young. Now, I'm not going to make light of the fact that you're only 15, but most people write about life experiences when they're doing their songs. Yep. You know, it's it might be a heartbreak. It might be, you know, a, a job, whatever, that's caused them to write songs. What inspires you? What are your songs coming from? So, I write a lot of sad songs, and it's I don't know why, but sad songs come easier to write, I feel like. But Do they? Okay. I'm not a sad person or anything either, is the thing. I like to take... See, I like storytelling. I've always been a storyteller. Like when I was in elementary school, I was writing like chapter books. <laughs> I've always been a writer in a sense, but um, like, how am I? I'm, I'm, my brain just that's okay. That's all right. I mean, it's but, a creative thing. Um, it's a it's a creative side to it, though, right? Yes. So, um, a channel. I like. I like sad songs. I like sad songs. Sad gotcha. songs affect me. I like songs that stir emotion. There you and go. Yeah. I take ideas, historical events, uh, other songs that I've heard, things that are sad, and not even just sad, things that I may not have experienced, but things that I think that I could make a cool song out of. And I love writing songs. I, I wrote like a song before I got here. I'm sick. <laughs> I write a song like every day that's cool maybe you write a song about a musician's cafe that's <laughs> get home tonight and these two goofy guys i'm gonna write a song about them go ahead <laughs> well i think i think there's something to say about that though and I, and i'm not an expert songwriter but i've watched some videos on some songwriters and heard some you know um um what are they called tables boards of people that just get up and talk about you know songwriting and it's very easy i think to feed off of being sad yeah or a low point in your life um, or really, really happy. So it's somewhere in between. Mm -hmm. And if you find yourself there and you're comfortable, I think that's a very good place to be. Mm -hmm. um, so the I, I would only assume that you're a member of the Make Country Make Country Music Sad Again. Group. Oh yeah, yeah. Big fan of that. Jody. Yeah. Jody, Jody has also been a, a great like. He's he's a great person. He's been a great. He's given me great opportunities as well. Very cool. We definitely want Jody on the on the show at some yeah, point as well. To get him yeah, he's sure. cool. That's he's a really cool well. movie. He's, he's fun to talk to. Yeah, we definitely we definitely you know, need to get him on. Mm -hmm. um, so, when you're writing these songs mm -hmm. and you get them put together, well, I tell you what, I want to ask you. Let me let me back up just a hair. You learn to play guitar. Are you strictly a guitar player? Are you doing any other instruments besides that? Have you learned any other Appalachian style? I play guitar, but um. I I can play mandolin like barely. I can play like little tunes on the mandolin. Yeah. But that's still yeah. you know, I mean you still yeah, you're you got some chops on that thing. Would do you term yourself Appalachian? I mean that's sort of what they're yeah. throwing at you. Do you I feel would like say, that? Yeah. Do you? That's 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 how I write my songs, so I gotcha. So so that's that's where the feel of the music that you're talking mm -hmm. about. You know, you may not necessarily have have experienced everything. But I understand a little bit more now why you're saying that you, you know, you're channeling yeah. your surroundings into your mm -hmm. songs because that's what you're surrounded about right now. You're surrounded by the Appalachian feel. Okay, I exactly. got you. Mm -hmm. It works. Yeah, I mean, so we're talking about experiences. Um, 
But we're also talking about emotion in some of your songs, and this is the one that I wanted to bring up. I listened to your song Junk today, mm-hmm. uh, and you put that one on um, on Facebook around early December. Yep. There's a line in there that I I actually had to replay. I was like, wait a minute, a 15 year old wrote this line. <laughs> it says, "Hard to try and get up when you're held down by your own broken mind." Yeah, it's I hard. That. It's hard to try and get up when you're held down by your own broken mind. Yeah, I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. You know, you know that song. Is? That's a sad song, is it? <laughs> yeah, I wrote but that I song it. because a friend commented and said something. He it was some it was a happy comment, and somebody was somebody was like, somebody said something about junk, and then the word junk hit me, and I was like, that's a cool word. I was I just wrote I just wrote that song. Not saying at all. I was just like, oh, it's cool lines. That's a great line, though, when you think about it. And it is so true. That That's the other thing I think about your style of music, too, is truthful. It, you know, country music always claimed to be that, you know, three chords in the truth. Um, but definitely see it in your music, and especially the Appalachia style, too, yeah. All right. Uh, so while we're on the topic of your songs, what are some of the titles of the songs that you've got going on? Is there any that have some, like, Real cool stories. I know you want to play one for us. Yeah. Uh, well, the coolest story I have is a song that was the first song that that I noticed that songwriting could be a possibility for me. It was a song called Freighterville, Tennessee. That's probably the crowd favorite for my small crowd of people that I have. <laughs> it's a little bigger than you think there, Bob. It yeah. might be. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Tell us about it. I don't it. know. Yeah. Um, I was... We were just me and my friend were scrolling through social media and and we came across as a letter on it was talking about how the story of the letter. I always mess up explaining this song. I mess it up here too. I'm not even on a stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good. It was a letter. I'm not good at talking. I'm a bad talker. No, take your time. We got plenty of time. Don't worry about. It. Um, it was a letter written uh, from a miner who was. Uh, trapped in the Freighterville, Tennessee coal mine to his wife and we were like this would be a cool song so I started writing the song and I wrote the song <laughs> uh, it's, it was one of the worst uh, coal mining disasters in the, in the country and right. I think what there was how many men were there you're not you don't have a mic but you know this answer what's the answer it's over 200 right it's 219 I think it was, 215 yeah, it was of the men yeah, in yeah. town died Jeez, out of a small town. Yeah, I imagine a very small town. Yeah, traumatic. Had anybody written a song about that before? No. Did you research it? I don't it? believe so. At least I. I mean, I I looked through it because that's I, pretty cool to be. There's not much on this topic, really. I've tried to look. There's a museum, but there's not really many online articles about it. There's a couple, I guess. I've I've looked through all of them. And like, I researched the song before I wrote it. I was going to say, you had yeah. a chance to do oh, yeah. some research. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you say you heard about it again? That disaster? We were just scrolling through social media, and the letter popped up. And wow. what year was this? Was this recent? I think it was maybe two years ago. Around two years ago, I wrote that song. Yeah, I was say, I think... When, yeah. you wrote, when you wrote the song, but the disaster was... That, oh, I mean, the disaster was in uh, 1902. Oh yeah, turn of the century. It's, Earth, yeah, yeah, the twentieth century. It's been a hot music. That's before music was invented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, some people might disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody who made music before nineteen right. yeah, nineteen disagrees yeah, yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. And they can't fight you. 
you got a tailor sitting over there. I do. Uh, go ahead and grab that beast for us. Um, you said you wanted to play Frostbite for us. Is that still the case? Yes, I can do that. That'd That's be awesome. appropriate for this time of year. Yeah, it's cold. This is what I set back in Marvel. This is so cool. <laughs> and we didn't even have to pay for it. This I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make that make noise. There we go. So this is a song I wrote called Frostbite, and I remember I finished the song when I was in the green room with the bright box for the show that I put together, Sounds of Appalachia. Had a Jonathan Mitchum and Chris Hunt and Brennan played. Uh, Lance Rogers played as well. It was a good time. Lance Rogers came all the way from Kentucky to play it. Oh, wow. That's cool. He's a cool dude. So you but finished it there? I was, yeah, I was playing the song for Lance. And I wrote the bridge while I was singing it. So I pretty much freestyled the bridge. And the bridge is the part where it gets all like heavy, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, this song's called Frostbite. All right. <laughs> Oh! 
everything is gonna be anything i know i'm like speechless dude that was amazing holy cow now is the time to remind everybody that's a 15 year old yes (laughs) jake man thank you for sharing your craft first of all but man i I can that's emotional for you isn't it yeah that that's a sad song yeah but i mean just performing is emotional for you isn't it's a it's a release i can see it Holy smoke. Is that tough to go from being like in a great mood to singing a sad song? Or can nope. you really just like close I, like your I eyes and really, say, I love sad songs. <laughs> yeah. I do. Sad songs are enjoyable to me. Wow. I mean, I could just, sitting across the table, I can, I literally couldn't stop looking because I could just see you letting this song out. Like, I mean, truthfully, yeah. that was yeah. really amazing. Thank you. Yes. And people see that. And we talk about that all the time. People see that when you're on stage. So don't let that, uh, don't let that go away. That, I mean, because wow. that, that's special. Yeah. Is there any others that you want to play for us? I know we just talked can, about one. If I you want to play... junk. I, I forget my songs all the time. I, I don't blame you. I mean, you say you had over 20, right? Yeah, I have a large amount of songs, and I'm writing every day, so new words. and. <laughs> I think I can do junk. If I mess it up, it's my bad. You probably know the words better than me at this point. <laughs> I listened to it once, and I'm awful Yeah, exactly. With you words. probably know it better than me. I've never listened to it. Yeah, let, let it rip, man. We love it. Actually, this is around Cape my bad. Hot <laughs> the broken pieces, I'm a drunk coming guy. Been collecting all them broken parts, my entire goddamn life. Straight to the peace, yeah, you know Honey, I'm still running fire Just a drunk kind of guy Drunk kind of guy Junkyard watching everything pass by. A time may erase memories, it don't take away the emptiness inside. Oh, but if I'm telling truth now, I really don't mind.
Cross covered and waiting on somebody who'd be willing to say help for me. No, my eyes they may look faded. It's only cause I'm fighting to survive. This junk kind of life, a junk kind of guy. Jake, man, that's fantastic. Holy cow. I feel like I owe you a tip for playing my yeah. request. All I need is a campfire and a 30 <laughs> rack right now, Jake, man, and I am sad. Holy cow. My wife might come back home in another hour and still see us here playing music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that might be true. I'll play my entire <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I love it. Hey, Jake, you know, so I know that you're still early in your career, but you've, you know, you've obviously... Um, Climb some mountains already. I mean, you're playing out. You're playing with a lot of folks. You know a lot of folks. You're networking. Where Where do you want this thing to go? I mean, as far as you can, do you you want to head back to Appalachia, the Kentucky stuff? Play down there? Do you want oh, to go yeah. to Tennessee? I've played. That... I played in Kentucky. I played Master Musicians Festival in uh, when was it? July. It was July of last year. Which, uh, yeah, Kentucky's awesome. I want to play Kentucky again. Right. I feel like this summer I'm going to try to move around a little bit go further than around here because gotcha. I've, I've played in different spots but not, not far Kentucky was the farthest I've played well that's different too right I mean do you feel like it was different to go play not in a land that you've never been in but just like in a different different place you know everybody's there for a certain reason and you know you, did you feel more comfortable in it that environment or was there it, okay. yeah I feel like yeah I was more comfortable there for some reason I don't know why I was just when I got on the stage, it was it was comfortable. Yeah, that's the perfect word to describe. And that's tough too, man. Finding uh, 
people that are comfortable up on stage. Yeah, yeah, uh, even yeah. even some comfortable on stage. Even some of the most experienced musicians are not comfortable on stage, and they've been in front of tens of thousands of people, and they don't like it. Yeah. So uh, to be comfortable on stage, and you know, you said something earlier about your storytelling on stage and talking in the microphone. I, I am the worst at it, and here I am doing a podcast. <laughs> so um, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> well. Teach me a little bit then, you know, because I'm going to admit my ignorance. I'm, I'm, of all the genres that, I, that I've sort of encountered doing the show, Appalachia is the one I know the least about. Yeah. For my generation growing up, and I'm sure your father, Eric, would in, in agree with this, you know, country music artists, the Holy Grail, obviously, is Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. What is like, the, is there a Holy Grail for Appalachia? Is there an area that you go to that it's bigger than any, is, what is that all about? Kentucky. Kentucky is, is just, its output of quality musicians is the craziest thing that I've ever seen. It is, it's uncomprehendable that almost, I would say almost 60% of the people that I listen to are from Kentucky. It's weird. Okay, okay. Which, I, I mean, Kentucky's awesome. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a Yeah, so low water travels down there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they even, they take the bus down there. So, I mean, that's a regular trip for them multiple yeah. times a year. So, it must be something special down there. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get need it. to stretch my legs a little. to play. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to play there again. Absolutely. Every night for you, you working with the guitar and singing every night? Just hanging around yeah. the house doing whatever? Yeah. It'll be like 12 o'clock and they'll be yelling at me for playing the guitar. <laughs> 12 a.m. That's um, hilarious. I can't help it. That's so funny. Do you have any brothers and sisters? I have a brother, yeah. No. Please. You don't want to play not, guitar. Not a I tried to teach it to him. He don't listen to me. Is he a fan? I guess he wears my sweatshirt. <laughs> he wears my sweatshirt sometimes. I he guess. comes to my. He's show. a little brother. He don't. You got swag too. That's cool. Your dad's wearing a yeah. J. Cone sweatshirt. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. How many have you ever been out in the wild and just seen somebody wearing somebody random wearing a J. Cone sweatshirt? No, but some cool people have bought the shirts, and I've seen that the shirts have gone to cool places. That's, That's really cool. cool. That's fifteen. I couldn't sell a shirt if I tried. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool, man. Outstanding. So tell us about what the future has for you this coming next couple of months. I know you got the show at the Monument. Tell us more what well, you got. I mean, it's kind of empty for right now. I mean, I got that show at the Monument with Tony Logue and Brennan Edwards and band. February the 11th. February 11th, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now we're in like the booking process of everything, and I waited a little too long. You're supposed to start in like, October of 2021, and I was like, we can start in January. But you can. You can. And I know. people uh, people will absolutely book you for every weekend. Yeah, you will. So, I got, um, I'm playing uh, Corners Bar and Grill in the Star Tannery next Saturday. This Saturday. Love actually. the Corners. Yeah. Corners is great. Good place. So we have, yeah. to, we have to bring this up um, because, you know, uh, Keelan Little was 13. Yeah. You're 15. Mm-hmm. Y'all are playing in bars. You said... Uh, you went to uh, you play in Four Corners, yep. Down in Strasburg, you played in Bad Habits up in Martinsburg. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Bad Habits. These are two bars that like I didn't even know existed when I was thirteen years old. <laughs> is that weird for you to walk in as a younger guy to a bar like that, or you just? It's weird at first, but people don't. It doesn't matter. People, you get used to it quick. Get over it as soon as yeah, you start singing. Pretty much. Yeah. Just, just curiosity. Does your dad have to be with you? Or that kind of they have a sort of certain rules. I don't think he has to, but he does. Right, because he's he's proud dad. <laughs> Somebody's got to drink the bush light. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Eric and I are cut from the same cloth. I can tell you right now. Yeah, that's cool. 
Well, lots of things going on for you, but booking wise, hopefully this will help you find. You know, you're not going to need any help. Everybody's going to scarf you up, but there's a lot of cool places we know that listen to this podcast and one of them the troubadour i would love for you to go to the troubadour and play i think they would love you up there oh my gosh yes they would love you um but there's many others that listen to and and, and, and the one we got coming up um hog it up hog it up barbecue hog it up barbecue you've been there there you go so yeah so there you go so yeah there's plenty places yeah their food is amazing immaculate holy cow yeah, and we're going there for a podcast, so you can only imagine we're going to be eating. <laughs> I'll be there too. Some barbecue. You can be there too. Good. We need a studio audience, so uh, yeah, man, that's the man. last Wednesday of this month. If y'all need definitely. something to do, come out and eat barbecue with that's us. Definitely, that's definitely great. Jake, what do we miss, man? What What is about going on with Jake Cone that we didn't bring up? I have no idea. <laughs> you covered I mean, it all. We're working on. I'm working on cool stuff. That's all I'm going to say. Cool stuff. Yeah. All right. Cool stuff. You plan on just releasing it one at a time? You got ideas of a compilation EP or anything like that? Cool stuff. Like cool stuff. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. I do appreciate how you're keeping it under wraps, but that's really cool, man. And, you know, I, I know you're going to have support. So um, while it is a lot of work, yeah, it's going to be some money. It's going to be a lot, a lot of time, but it's going to be worth it. Um, like I say, you know, we've wanted to have you on this podcast for a long time. Yes. And um, there's a lot of people out there that support you said, you know, you need to have Jay Cohn on. Uh, you know, you got to have this kid. And, you know, you're playing venues like the Monument and Bright Box and Four Corners. It, you know, it's just huge places. Um, good for you, dude. So keep going. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're so happy for you, man. <laughs> absolutely. So Godspeed to you. We wish you the very, very best. Appreciate you coming out tonight to Frog Hall and hanging out with us. Folks, make sure you check him out on his... Well, tell us again. You have Facebook. What else do you have? I have uh, Facebook, Instagram. I'm fairly prominent on YouTube as well. Um, TikTok. It's not my favorite, but I have it. And merch. Where's the merch? Oh, the merch. The merch is... It's, uh, it's like a link you have to click on, and it's like... From your Facebook page, right? Yeah, it's on my Facebook page. Well, and there's an email address on your Facebook as well that gets you gets yeah, around yeah. to you at some point. I'm sure if you guys hit them up or mm-hmm. you see Jake yeah, anywhere. I'll, I'll send you all the link if you Yeah, if man, you do. please do. Please do. And check out Jake everywhere out there, folks. And buy his merch, too. He's got cool-looking sweatshirts. His dad's wearing one right now, for crying out loud. So cool-looking. Who designed that? Uh, Ashley Wells. She, Hi. She's been a huge, a huge... She got me on a Mash Musicians Festival. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she's been a just gigantic help give me a lot of opportunities well and that's good too to have such a support group right i mean um just coming to this podcast tonight you know we thank your parents and and all the support that they give you um because you know that with their help you're doing what you're doing and so that's that's awesome to begin with yep you blew me away brother i'm telling you it was great (laughs) thank you thank you so much for coming out with us this evening we appreciate it eric Appreciate you too, sir, even though you're not saying anything. We're glad you're here. I'll tell you. <laughs> Chris, you got anything else, my man? Well, I just wanted to bring up really quick. Uh, you guys might notice, uh, and you may notice and you may not notice, there might be some advertisements in the middle of our podcast now. That means Spotify has finally picked us up for automated advertising. That means there's more and more of you guys listening. So thank you guys so, so much for that. Yep. Um, is the advertisement really worth it to us? Maybe, maybe not. We, we've gotten six cents so far. <laughs> um, but look, you know, we, we appreciate your support. We don't intend on making any money off of this, any money off the musicians. We want to be here 
uh, for them and for the venues and just to support them. So we thank you guys so, so much for being uh, supporters yes, of the do. Musicians Cafe. Man, I got to tell you, I get some of the nicest emails at musicianscafe1 at gmail.com, by the way. I get some of the nicest emails folks that, from folks out there, Chris. So supportive, so happy that we have another outlet in the town where people can get on air, talk about what they got going on, like Jake here. And uh, they say the nicest things. And really, honestly, you and I both know that we just kind of get in here and run our yaps. It's not anything that we sort of, you know, uh, put, we, we put work into it, but it's, you know, it, it, we appreciate the musicians, I think, more than we think they should appreciate us, I think is what I'm trying to get at. So, it's, it's minimal work compared to what the musicians Absolutely. Play. That's kind of what I'm getting at. So, but again, thanks you for everyone out there for being so gracious. We appreciate it. Folks, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us once again. We're going to be back next week with the Sold Out Bands. You guys recognize that name? And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to their lair, I think, to do the recording. So it should be a lot of fun. Chris, thank you, man. I couldn't do it without you. Absolutely. All right, folks. Until we meet again, peace.